All right, and we are back with a little uh, collaboration show, a little last minute. I got my boy uh, Stephen A. on here with me from the wrestling call, Deathmatch Newsletter, Deathmatch News Radio, motherfucking Deathmatch all around. Wrestling uh, bubble course, for this case, though. Yeah, yeah, for this case, wrestling bubble, which of course you can find on the on the wrestling call if you just search on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, wherever you can find podcasts. And of course, uh, hopefully you're familiar with me if you're on this channel already, so I don't need to introduce myself. But uh, Stephen, man. Uh, I guess tonight was the night where uh, AA Dub went all out with the signings and etc. So I figured, you know, we'd hop on here for a few minutes while it's still fresh and kind of uh, discuss it. And of course, I'm sure, you know, you're going to get into it on the wrestling bubble um, a little bit more detailed. And of course, uh, next Wednesday, me, myself and Boxman, um, we'll get into it again. So, but uh, yeah, what, what did you overall think about this whole show overall feeling of it before we uh, kind of dissect it? Well, are we calling it a show? I mean, it was like a press uh, conference, right? Yeah, but I mean, they sold tickets to sell tickets. Well, so I want to ask you, did they actually sell tickets to this? Yes. Wow. Do you know how much yes. they cost? I don't, but I, I just think At that's... least 20 bucks, right? Yeah, easy. I'm, I'm guessing probably like 40 That's nuts. Okay, Done. well, if I would have bought, you know, if I would have paid tickets, I would have said it sucked. But as a press conference, I thought it was cool, man. I really did. Like, I thought um, the production, we can talk about the production. I mean, there was some shit that looked, you know, like there was some, the camera kept zooming in on the MGM Grand, and that was kind of corny and stuff. But shit, right. it, it looked good. I mean, Impact and Ring of Honor, they've never done anything close to this, you know? No, no. Um, I'll tell you what gave me douche chills. It, it, I guess it's somewhat related to this. I don't know if you saw the uh, tweet from Brandy earlier where she posted a picture of her and Cody Rhodes um, taking a selfie by their private jet. And then she said, yes, we have become that couple. I was like, oh, fuck. God, come on. You haven't even done a show yet, man. Now you're fucking bragging about flying you know, private jets and rubbing it in people. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't like that type of shit, you know? See, but dude, what if, it, I mean, isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Isn't that what wrestling has been missing is like that Ric Flair braggadociousness. It is, but it, this wasn't really in character. This was more like, hey, check out me and my boyfriend flying. You know, it wasn't in a heel, like, look what, look at us. You know but what I mean? But what if, if that becomes the character? That's fine if it does, but I'm saying just judging off of this tweet, it just kind of seemed like, oh, you're just trying to be, okay, all right. Okay. You know, just my opinion. I don't know. Shit like that, I just I just don't dig, man. All right. Just, I get that. Just corny. But uh, all right, let's get into it, man. You got a, you got a list of all the uh, signings and shit that uh, kind of happened. I mean, Conrad came out, you know. Okay, so let's start with that. So Conrad came out, and I want to say one thing, man. If you don't like... <laughs> If you don't like like the Michael Cole constant hawking, dude, if Conrad is the announcer for for this, that's gonna be brutal, man. Like oh, God. Him on commentary was just I mean, they would do angles and he was just can can you believe that Pentagon is here? I didn't see that coming. It's like, bro, he's on the show. What are you talking about? Right. You know? Right. Um Conrad, that dude's iffy, but I could see him as like a mean gene kind of interviewer guy, I guess. Um but okay, uh, well, let's start. So the first guy they brought out was Sonny Kiss. Now, I know nothing about this guy. Okay, so Sonny Kiss is a, um, uh, he's, he's a gay wrestler from New Jersey. He's from Jersey City. Wait, um, wait. He's been doing... Gay wrestler? Yes. So that's his gimmick? It's not a gimmick. He's actually gay. Okay. 100% gay. Um, which, uh, dude, I would prefer. You know what I mean? I prefer having a, a gay wrestler that's actually into men 
doing those things than a guy like Joey Ryan, um, essentially like mimicking it and just doing it for entertainment. Because again, this guy lives that life, so I, I like it's it's whatever. It's his life. I just don't really well, get you, that that's a thing. I mean, like, there's that other dude, Effie, and all of his posts are about being a gay wrestler. It's like, women don't make posts about being a women wrestler, do they? And if they do, people eventually get on them like, yo, just be a wrestler. Right, but that's because women aren't necessarily, like, a minority in wrestling anymore, you know what I mean? I guess. Okay. How many gay wrestlers are there, you know? Probably a, a lot more than you think, but I don't oh, right. Know. But I mean, I mean, as far as like out, out the closet, now, full yeah. blown, just fucking twerking with a thong in the middle of the ring type but shit. But see, you know? that's like, uh, just go on. I'm, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, talking. No, I'm, I'm with you. I don't need to see that either because I'm like, well, then, okay, let, well, let's get into this since since we're talking about this. <laughs> oh right, shit, this is this is a thing that we should probably get into actually. Um, so for me, if you're if you're openly gay wrestler, hey, more power to you. I personally have no problem with that. However, I would appreciate it if you respected the, the, the heterosexuals a little bit. And maybe not everybody wants to see, like, your dick print. Maybe not everybody wants to see the left ass cheek bouncing next to the – you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that should be, you know, for your, for your private bedroom. And, and, you know, they'll come out there and say, oh, well, women do it. Like, yeah, they do it, but that's because they're not in the minority, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of awkward when there's, like, a handful of – uh, gay wrestlers doing this, and what, like maybe ten percent of the crowd is gay, fifteen percent of the crowd is gay. I mean, by all by stats, itself. it's like it's like three. Yeah. But. Well, I don't know if I put stats, but I mean, let's let's be generous and give them ten percent. Okay. Let, my point is, the other ninety percent can't relate. It's just like, how do you react to that? Do you clap? Like, I'm okay. Well, I'm not into your ass cheeks, dude. I don't know if I should clap or if I should turn away. You're like, what am I supposed to do here? It's awkward. It's just part of like society now like you have to celebrate this stuff but it but i don't know my whole thing is like why is like it's it's like um uh it used to be oh not all gay people are these crazy sex maniacs and then like your whole gimmick is being a crazy sex maniac and throwing dildos at people right right no i get that You're, you got a point with that man you definitely have a point with that but uh also he worked for uh uh, Lucha Underground, and um, he was working for AAA as well. So he's, he's been around for a little bit. So that's probably where the AAA... So, okay, so one thing that we should say before getting started is that before they even started, they announced that AAA was going to be their... Uh, one of their partner companies. Which we... we there's a lot of little news about, about the partner companies coming up, but um, them partnering up with uh, AAA, you know, me and my dude Adam, we talk about a lot on the uh, the Wrestling Sling Bubble. I think, tr I think the AAA is a terrible partner to have. Um, the company is in shambles at all times. Talent is constantly leaving. Like they're gonna find themselves in a situation where they're gonna expect a wrestler to come in on this date, and then two weeks prior, the wrestler is gonna quit. Cause AAA is not like a well-functioning company at all. Um, one other thing I do want to say, for some reason, and this piqued my interest, uh, in the promo reel, they did have light tube and fire spots. So I was kind of surprised at that. Really? Yes. They were showing AAA matches, and they had, like, light tube and fire spots in that promo reel with the AEW okay. logo in the corner. Wow. All right. All right. Dude, I got to say, though, man, that kind of intrigues me because it seems like they're trying to pick, like, a little bit. They're cherry-picking, essentially, right, for a little bit from each genre of wrestling, whether it's it's the gay wrestler, you know, the, the bisexual wrestler, the hardcore wrestler, the Mexican guy, lucha guy. Japanese, Chinese, they're, they're trying to get a little bit of everything. So I like variety. I don't have a problem with that at all. And the fact that um, 
they're showing some light tubes. I mean, I, you know, it's triple A footage. I'm not going to say. Um, well, have it makes me think matches. that you'll have a Jimmy Havoc feud, and in the final match, they bust out the one light tube. And right. you know, and to a national audience, that is unheard of, and it would pop huge just to do it that one time, probably. Exactly. Similar to um, the Vampiro and Pentagon match, right? Like that yeah. that feud built up, and and yeah, they had a couple light tube spots or whatever, but it wasn't like your typical death match that you would catch at GCW. So to us, it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's like the first match of like a H two O match, you know, whatever. But well, the, it's the, like that moment when you see Gigi Allen on national television. You're like, what the fuck, you know? Right, 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 right. exactly, exactly. Um. So yeah, do you, I mean, do you have anything to say about them uh, about the company AAA? Uh, Triple I mean, I haven't followed it in so many years, man. So it's going to be hard for me to even comment on it because I, I don't watch it regularly at all. So I don't even know who's on the roster or anything like that. But I will say one thing. I mean, I heard you, uh, you and Mike mentioned that Ciclope and Miedo are getting a pretty big, big push out there. Do you think they're going to be brought into um, AEW? See, they've got a big roster and they're going to push their big stars like Psycho Clown, Wagner Jr., those guys. But. If AEW is like, hey, we need four guys to just fill up the card, I mean, I could see them being part of that. Like, on the indies, on the Mexican indies, those dudes are getting a lot of play, and they're main eventing all of those B-level shows. Right. So, maybe. Yeah, and the thing about AEW, man, like, what I'm seeing from them is some of these acts that they're signing aren't necessarily the biggest names. You know what I mean? Like that you could tell these guys like did some research and they were like, okay, we can, we can find something in this guy. Yeah. Okay. This guy might be something. So I wouldn't just necessarily just, you know, chalk it up because they don't have that much hype behind them in Mexico or whatever. Cause if these guys, if they see something in them, I think they just, they'll just make the move themselves. You know? I mean, and that's something that when I first came on the THT show, like a month ago, the first time we ever kind of, you know, kind of did this was I was telling you, I'm like, um, because you keep on saying there aren't enough big stars. And I'm like, you don't want right. a, a whole roster of big stars. Like, you want, like, four big stars. And then you need a whole bunch of... You know, when I was watching Nitro, dude, I was watching, like, Ming versus Barry Darso, you know? And you need those matches to keep the crowd into it, to just have good matches, to build up other talent. Like, you can't have a whole company of big stars and then nobody wants to do a fucking job. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I mean, you're saying, um, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, Monday Night Nitro, it, it was three hours. Yeah, there was two and a half hours of, you know, mediocre matches that were, you know, mid-carters or whatever. But at the end of the day, you had Sting, you had Roddy Piper, you had Lex Luger, Hogan, Scott Hall. And that, I mean, there was there was a bunch of top guys. It wasn't just one or two. And right now, you're probably looking at, I'm being generous when I say three. Who would be the third one? Cody? Yeah, and now again, Cody, and I'm being very generous with that, and I wouldn't even put him up there. I'd, I'd honestly just say Jericho and Omega. I would say ones. Jericho and Omega as well. Um, yeah. and we'll get into that in one second when we get to Omega. I got something I want to say about that, but um, sure. well, okay, well, let's just keep on going. Um, they had Paige and Pac. They did this thing. Now we got to talk about this right now. This fan base is going to kill the fucking company. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah, there. I mean, if you got sound effects, get that 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 boat. E, get that sound for these fans, <laughs> man. Because it's, oh it's just brutal. Like, so Paige comes out and he's wearing a suit, and everyone's chanting, "You know, we want ring gear." Clap, clap, clap. And then he says, "I don't have the body for it." And they says, 
doesn't have the body for it. Clap, clap. It's like, will you shut the fuck up, man? Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah, killing me. They're trying me. too hard, man. They're trying way too hard to to be, you know, part of the show. And it, dude, it's sometimes it's fun at live shows to do those chants. But when it becomes just the whole fucking show, it's like, oh, dude, just shut up. You it's know? terrible, man. It's really annoying, you know? And, um, yeah, man. I mean, Pac, that's that's a guy that I actually forgot was on there. That, man, I mean, I don't think he's going to be one of, like, the, the huge guys, but he's definitely going to get a lot more of a push in uh, AEW than, than WWE, I feel like. Oh, yeah, and, and, and during his promo, and I thought his promo was cool, so he appeared on the screen and cut a promo. Um, I, I got to say again, man, Adam Page, we were talking, like, I'm a big fan of, like, Ric Flair shitting on people, just telling people that you're a piece of shit, right? And Adam Page is the complete opposite. He's coming out, like, telling fans, oh, dude, he's just like, you guys are my boss, and I do it for you, and I'm so glad to have you. It's like Ric Flair would have just called everybody a fatty and, you know, like, throw single dollars at him and told him to get a clue, you know? Like, right. these guys come off like absolute marks in the ring. No, I, I totally hear you with that, man. I, I think... um. That's going to be an interesting one, though. I mean, Pac, dude, I, you know what match I'm looking forward to, which I know it's going to happen 100%, is Pac and Omega. That's going to be fucking crazy when it happens, whenever it does happen. Or even, like, Pac and Janela. I mean, that's a match I would like to see, you know? I always thought that Pac could be, like, that fill-in guy, like, when they need to fill in just one show. You know, after right. he beats Jericho and they need that one opponent, I thought Pac could be that kind of a right. guy. right. Almost like Ryback, you know, when when John Cena and everybody else was injured, they're like, "Oh, this guy's big enough. Let's yeah. uh, let's squeeze him in here for the next three months." Yeah, definitely. So. And you know, he's Dragon Gate champion, and you know, whatever that means. And he was on WWE. I mean, he he did his thing. It's not like you know he was just an indie guy. He yeah. was up there for a couple of years, so yeah, he has name value. You yeah. know. So um, so that was that, and then the Bucks came out. They got. All the chants, Young Bucks, whoop whoop, all of this stuff. They yep. announced the tag teams are the big push. They're gonna and they they made this big push that tag teams are going to main event shows, which I think that's cool, right? That's cool. Um, I always thought that you could main event show like I like in my head the tag team championships should be able to main event like a B level show. And I really they think should that, be able to, yeah. Yeah. You know essentially, I mean essentially a tag team champion. What does that mean? That means that, okay, well, we were good enough to be, like, the best guys out there. We just happen to have two of us, so now we have to only fight in this division. You know what I mean? So, to me, like, yeah, like, I mean, that, that kind of sets you as the best of the best out there. You just happen to not be a, a solo wrestler, and you just happen to be in a team. Yeah, and, yeah. and in theory, they're, like, the best of the best, because when I was a kid watching Nitro, the main event was, like, Public Enemy against the Steiners, Harlem Heat against right. these guys, and it would be the main event of Nitro. So it makes yeah. sense to me. Road Warriors, dude. Look at the Road Warriors. You look at them. I mean, again, you know, young bucks and Road Warriors. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. You yeah. looked at the Road Warriors back in the day, and you could have you split them up. I mean, after after two decades, it was hard to split them up. But in the beginning, I guarantee you, you could have split those guys up, and they could have just been stars on their own. Look at fucking Ultimate Warrior and Sting. Look at dude. Was, look at uh, look at Van Dam and Sabu. They yeah. main evented. A million shows with the Dudleys oh, yeah. or Dreamer and Sandman or anything. If you have a strong tag, I mean, it's just going to show how shitty the WWE is when they're tag. Like, what do what what tag team in that company do you even give a flying fuck about? You know, dude, how many how many shows did um ECW headline with the Gangsters against Public Enemy and the Gangsters against Eliminators? There was so many. Yeah, you know, 
people were invested. But I mean, we're not talking ACW, but yeah, I mean, you know, Young Bucks came out. Uh, go ahead, man. Yeah, so the Bucks come out. They introduce Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta, who looked like absolute nerds. Um, they did their corny spots, whatever. Good, good for them. They'll be in the tag team division. They're the best friends. Um, there was one part actually where it looked like one of them. I, I, I can't tell one from the other. They're both just so vanilla. But they were like, uh, they, he, like he forgot to do the hug. They were like doing their their catchphrases and their poses, and then he goes, and and that's why. Oh, I forgot. And hugs. I'm like, you just forgot your own spot to do a hug. Like, you guys look like corny jerk-offs. But anyway, um, then... So uh, you're not a fan, I guess. I mean, they're cool, but it's just like, dude, you... Look, if you've got one, cor- one corny jerk-off doing we're a bunch of corny jerk-off gimmicks, okay, cool. But it, it's looking like the whole roster is going to be doing these corny jerk-off spots. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. Um... I'm going to go ahead and predict that Joey Ryan is 100% going to be signed. That's just, it's going to happen. I don't Dude, know how you feel about that, but I think that's definitely going to happen in the upcoming weeks. No, I'm, I'm not down. Um, no, I mean, I'm not down either, but it's going to happen. He was at All In. He's, he's on the All Elite shows with them. Uh, he's clearly friendly, friendly with those guys. and you know, He's trying to get out of that deal with uh, the Lucha Company, the Lucha Underground. Yeah, but I mean, Pentagon and them, I think they were under that same deal, so... Um, well, that's an interesting thing about signing up with AAA, because AAA owns the contracts for that company. So now, if they're signed up and and a like triple, you know, AAA could in theory let these guys out to go work for a AEW. Yeah, I never even thought about that. That's a great point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Maybe maybe that's actually maybe why that's they even why AAA because they were like, yo, fuck AAA. We don't want Doctor Wagner, sixty five year old ass, but uh. You know what? Pentagon and Phoenix, this is the only way we can get those guys out of the contract. So maybe we could look into this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But, um, yeah. but uh, as far as Joey Ryan goes, I mean, look, I'll be honest. As a kid, I was a big fan of disco. I thought Disco Inferno was awesome. I love disco. You always need disco. But disco was disco. Disco won the TV title once. He was a goofball in the fucking wolf pack. He, but he was a B-minus jobber. If Joey Ryan comes in and he's a B-minus opening match comedy jobber, okay, that's cool. But if he's challenging for the world title and we got to sit through 20-minute promos oh, of doing cock-sucking jokes, like, oh, it's going to exactly. Man. Can you imagine going from, like, Okada and Omega to, like, Kenny Omega and Joey Ryan? Like, oh, God, dude, please don't do that. Like, hey, you know what, man? Yeah. You know what? I mean, you, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, you like Disco Inferno and stuff. I wouldn't even say Disco Inferno and Joey Ryan are, are on the same planet as far as um, the comedy things. Because what happens with Disco Inferno is Disco Inferno actually wrestled. His gimmick was a comedy gimmick. It was silly, but he wrestled. You know, like he actually had a match. Yeah. Joey Ryan doesn't really wrestle anymore. Like, sure, he might do like a couple moves, but the whole 15-minute match is just a setup for the dick spot. That's all it is. I agree completely, you know? yeah. It's just it's just not entertaining, man. And I have a feeling another prediction I'm going to throw out there. I I think Orange Cassidy is a guy that's probably going to be signed. If if not, he should be signed. That's that's the best comedy guy out there. All right, to I'm me. gonna I'm gonna bring something up, man, because like this just hit me. I've been thinking about. I uh, anyway. Um, here's a big problem with wrestling nowadays. Are you ready for it? Everybody sure. is a star. Disco didn't have T-shirts. Disco didn't have. 
uh, fan club and follow me on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Disco was Disco. He had a match. He lost. He hit a stunner. He had a, a little feud with like Booker T and blah, blah, blah. But now, if Disco were out now, he'd have a PWT store and he'd be all over Twitter and he'd be making YouTube videos and blah, blah, blah. You need throwaway dudes. And if they bring in Orange Cassidy and Joey Ryan and all these guys, like fans want everybody to be world champion. Do you get yeah, I mean, it? Dude. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, dude, George South in 2019 would have a, a pro wrestling tease. Yep. You know what I mean? And he would have a bunch of guys on Twitter saying, you're all sleeping on George South, right. and Cody doesn't get it, and blah, blah, blah. Right. No, I totally get it, man. That's that, This is this is actually a good conversation, because this is what happens when you give people too much, you know? This is this is why, why you can't give people complete freedom, because when you let them just voice their opinions completely on Twitter— this is what happens. They kill good shit for you. You know, they absolutely just kill everything. And AEW, 100%, their downfall is going to be their goddamn fans. 100%. E I don't think the product is going to be bad. Yeah. That, that, yo, it is. It, they're all tugboats, essentially. That's just like a, <laughs> a full front row is tugboat, you know? Um, no, but, man, I mean, they're, they're setting the bar so high. You know, I was listening to Wrestling Super earlier. Shout out to those guys. Um, and they were saying they're essentially selling people hope and dreams and people are buying it and they're setting the bar so high that that's what it's, what's going to kill the company. Because you go into this, you're going to be like, oh, this is going to be so different. Nothing is like this. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is PWG kinda, mixed with Ring of Honor. Was right. It kind of seems like a super card. It doesn't really seem like anything different. It's just triple A mixed with ROH and a couple New Japan guys sprinkled in. Yep. Which I'm totally fine with, you know. Like it's cool for for guys like you and I. I just don't know if this is gonna work with the with the with you know, fucking with the mainstream audience. I agree. You know? I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah, absolutely. But who who was the next guy that they uh? uh so they out? brought out Phoenix and Pentagon. Crowd chanted both these guys: Sarah Miedo, Phoenix, uh, Animal for Phoenix, and everything. And you know, this was after doing the buck buck whoop whoop and all and blah blah blah. Yeah. So they come out. Ray Phoenix speaks pretty good English. So Phoenix cut a promo on him, said, you said you're the best tag team. Well, we're the best tag team. They jump him. They give him the super kick. They give him the, the, the package pile driver. Everyone starts chanting Cerro Miedo, Lucha Lucha. The Bucks get up. People chant Buck Buck, Whoop Whoop. Who the fuck are the bad guys? Like, what the fuck is the fucking story, dude? Yeah, uh... I don't know, man. That's, that's the problem on the Indies. Is Maybe like I'm just like way too like angry about this. But I was like, what the fuck are you actually chanting for? No, I, I hear you on that because a lot of times, I mean, you look at um. So I was at MLW, right? Half the card, you don't know if it's a babyface or a, a heel because everyone pops for everybody. So I, I like I'm I'm not really familiar with the products. So I'm going in. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, all right, well, who's who's the heel and who's the babyface and everyone's over here. Everyone likes everyone, you know, which could be, which is great for companies, but I think it just kind of, it just oversaturates the product, man. Like there's just, everyone's the same. Everyone's just fucking over. Everyone has, you know, people saying they're the most underrated person and they should, they should be the champion and all this. And I was like, eh, I don't know about all that, man. I really don't know. Um, here's one thought, you know, they always talk about back in the day when, uh, when, when, when heels mattered and they were actually making thousands of dollars night in, night, right. uh, you know, Night out, they would talk they didn't about merch. Yeah, they didn't sell merch exactly. The so baby much. face would give the heel some of his cut because the heel right. made him a star. 
right? Now you're you're on your own, man. So no one can be like MJF is the last heel. He really is the last heel. Yeah, I, dude, I actually one hundred percent I agree. MJF yeah. is the only actual. He was on heel. Twitter, not, dude. Dude, not even just on the indies. I think in a wrestling period, MJF is the only real heel. Yeah. He was Straight on Twitter, up. dude, and uh, Conrad said something, and he said, uh, oh, if Conrad can get it out between stuffing shit in his fat face, and someone was <laughs> like, so now you're picking on fucking fat people? And he said, yeah, fatty. I'm like, that's yeah, see, dope, exactly. dude. That's what I want from wrestling, dude. That is exactly, and you know, I know I'm going to get bullshit in the comments or ignore, whatever. That's what I want from wrestling. I don't want to be taught a lesson in wrestling, dude. I don't want to come to wrestling for morals and values. I'm watching two men in their underwear fucking wrestle and pretend fight, and I want to see people get get belittled. That's just what it is. If you belittle people, that's going to be entertaining to me. Does that make me a sick fuck? Maybe. I, I don't know, but that's what I find entertaining. That's that's what wrestling has always been. I need baby faces. I need heels. I need a simple storyline. Hey, I want that champion. I'm going to fuck you up for it. I'm sold on it. Cool. Let's do this. And and then if you want to call him fat, call his daughter a retard. If you want to call his the wife a whore, like, go, dude, Terry Funk's yes. entire promo was just calling people whores. Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, anyway. Stereotypes, all that, dude. I'm, I'm a minority. I, Dude, when they did the Iron Sheik stuff, I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get offended by it. I got it. I got, oh, okay, this is wrestling. Oh, they put the Ayatollah on the goddamn flag. Yes, they're capitalizing on the, on the fucking heat. It's smart. You know, if they did that right now, oh, my God. Dude, you would have apologists everywhere. It would be mm-hmm. fucking rioting by the cor- WWE corporate center. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not the same. And it, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, because um, it seems like in 2019, people are kind of getting tired of the super PC bullshit. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people just like, ah, oh, just like, just, come on, man, this is too much. Like, are you guys really being serious right now? So I'm hoping in a few years, um, you know. I want to say one thing about the PC and you'll know, and I, I'm not trying to bring up anything that people don't know or anything, but so someone, when they announced Schlack versus Gage for the Game Changer Wrestling, and keep, it's Game Changer Wrestling. It's an underground death match company where the main event is a convict, okay? And someone was like, Please don't put the belt on that fucking Nazi. I'm like, motherfucker, dude. Like, fuck yourself, dude. Just don't watch this shit. Just don't watch Watch it. Anyway. All right, let's just keep going. Okay, go on, man. Go on. Let's just keep going. Fucking bashing wrestling fans for the next hour and a half. (laughs) See, you got you got to come on the real show at some point. So okay, I'll be on the bubble sometime, and we can bash uh, we can bash tugboats all night long. (laughs) It's very therapeutic. Um. So let's see, Brandy Rhodes come, uh, comes out, the fans chant for Brandy, God forbid we don't fucking, dude, they would chant for a stool who if it was she? in front of them. Why are you chanting for her? You guys don't even know her. She's literally never done anything. <laughs> like, who cares? Who is this? She looks great. <laughs> like, why, why are we cheering for her? I don't even know who she is. Who cares, dude? She's Stephanie now, man. Um, oh, God. So, so this actually Ooh, is one, newsworthy. One Sorry to interrupt. Go on, Just, go you on. actually brought up a great point. You said she's Stephanie now, right? Yeah. That's actually my main issue that I'm starting to see in, in AEW, which you know you kind of explained it to me, which well, you may have a point. They may have some stake in the company or whatever the case is. You were saying it's transparent, and I can see that. You know, um, They're all showing up in suits and fucking private pri- and, and they're They're chirons. They all say Brandy, Chief Executive Branding right. Officer of the Northwest Regional Division of Pizza Huts. You know, like they've all yeah. got these titles. Right. So um, that's the only thing that would kind of turn me off is the whole 
oh, you know, it's like CZW, what they're doing right now with the office. It's like, dude, you guys are doing the, you're trying to do the McMahon shit on CZW? Like, I, I don't need to see that. I see that on Monday. So I really hope they don't start any conflicts between, like, you know, the elite being, like, the corporate guys against, like, the little, like, Pac and Janela. I don't know. I'm not really into that, you know. Just have them be wrestlers and they can they can run the company. But I don't want to have them as on-screen characters as the guys running the company. You well, know what I mean? One thing about it, and if, if we're going to peel back the curtain a little bit, one theory, which I think is pretty accurate, is – um. So their big thing was they were going to give uh, health insurance to the wrestlers. Well, then they had to change it. Be like, no, no, we're 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 actually we're only giving health insurance to the office staff. Right. So anybody who comes out with a little <laughs> title, just, just, just us the elite, <laughs> yeah, the bucks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude! Come on. So man. one day, if you see ah. Sammy Guevara come out and it says um, Vice Chief Marketing Admiral, it's like, oh, he's got health insurance. Okay. He's got health insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got the cute titles. So he's got insurance. He's got health insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh. we have the Vice Chancellor of Ring Ropes over here. <laughs> you know. Crazy shit, man. Um, so essentially they were, they were trying to be the saviors of wrestling by saying they're going to give everybody health insurance, but by that they really meant like, and then they, they bought some and they were like, Oh shit, (laughs) we can't insure these guys. That costs money. Yeah. So Cody got it. His wife got it. The bucks and Kenny Omega. Cause Kenny is the executive vice president of creative internal affairs for the, the, the Boston branch of it, it's ridiculous. It's going to be, it's, what, is, what is hang hangman page? Is he in charge of catering it or what is he doing? <laughs> I actually, he's fight? in, he's the, he, he's in charge of signing. So he's going to be the one to, um, as you said, I don't know if people know, but triple H is rumored to be coming in and Adam he's, page A and R in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on, man. I didn't even know who Adam page was until he faced Janela at the, at the all in. This guy's picking talent now. He's uh, no, I'm making it up just to do the the Triple oh, okay. H joke. Good, good. I was uh, <laughs> you scared me for a minute because I wouldn't be surprised because I didn't watch the whole thing. I was like, "Fuck, is he in charge of signing people?" Yeah, no. but Triple H is definitely up next. Stephanie's on her way. They're all tired of Vince's shit. Yeah, Vince yeah. is gonna go eventually. Th- dude, there's this online joke, man. There was a comic back when Aces and Eights was was going mad, right? And it was three people in the ring, and it was like Devon Hogan and Dixie. And Devon's like, "Well, that's because I'm in the Aces and Eights. And Hogan's like, "Yeah, brother, me, me too." And fucking <laughs> yeah, Dixie's that. like, "Oh shit! Well, I mean, so am I. So what are we all doing here? You know, like we're all in, in the fucking heel stable." Anyway, um, um, okay. Yo, well, how many, how many guys do you think regret signing to WWE right now? That are in like NXT. That just like newly signed, like oh, Matt Riddle. Dude, fucking all I bet they're kicking themselves in the buttholes because they're Schley, stuck Matt down Riddle. there. Yeah, yeah, all those dudes that like were friendly with these guys on the indies and and knew they would probably get it because I mean, if you, dude, if Matt Riddle and Keith Lee were in AEW, they'd be fighting guys like Omega and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? They'd be on top. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think like Keith Lee. I don't even see. I don't even see this dude on NXT. And I yeah. thought he was going to get pushed because he's fucking a monster. Who else, man? I mean? I mean, dude, there's like Donovan Dijak. There's. Yeah. Yeah, Drew Gulak. Like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Yeah. You know? Guys like that. I don't know, man. Even Samoa Joe, all those dudes, man. Samoa I'm Joe, sure. I can see being pretty happy just making money, you know. But, yeah, but I think, young I dudes. Think these guys are, dude, these guys are throwing around a lot of money, it seems. like I, don't, I heard one number. I don't want to throw it out there. I heard one number of, of one of the smaller signings 
and he's making 150,000 a year. I, yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucking that's good. Why, like, I'm I got to say something. He's not now he now he, he's not here to say anything, so I'm not trying to poke holes or anything, but like Boxman is always like you 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 know, you really think that Rusev is going to give up that WWE yeah, contract? He Dude, Alberto yes. Del Rio openly said, like, you get your guarantee of 60 grand nice. or something, and after that, it's 400 bucks a night and t-shirt sales. And that's it. It's right. like, these dudes, like, Rusev, yeah, he'll give up that shit contract. If, you know, if these guys are offering, anyway, you get what I'm saying. Well, dude, you gotta also take in consideration, there's probably less travel. I'm assuming yep. these guys aren't working six days a week. Yep, they're probably keeping a lot more of their merch sales. Right, exactly. The pro wrestling tease is like in bed with these dudes sucking their dicks, dude. They're going to be fucking – like, listen, they have a lot of good connections. I'll give them that. You yeah. know, if they end up on TNT, they got pro wrestling tees on deck. They have Meltzer on deck. Like, they have all the internet on, on deck. deck. Like, every, everybody that hates the WWE <laughs> are in bed with these guys. So, like, literally, like, the whole internet – like, all right, so let's let's put it this way. The NXT crowd, the people that actually buy the WWE product and watch NXT, how many people do you think that is? I mean, uh, I've, I've never looked into that. That watch rating, NXT is it's not in the millions. Um, it probably is a million. Probably like a million, you would say? Because that's going to be the crowd that's going to watch AEW. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm basing it off of. The crowd that's watching NXT, that's probably going to be a, somewhat of an accurate number as far as, you know, what you're going to get in AEW, yeah. I think. Well, I only say that because the week of Survivor Series, more people watch the TakeOver than Survivor Series. I'm like, okay, really? the network has 1.5 million people buying it, so I would say like a million watch NXT. That sounds about right, right? All right. And on average week, maybe like 700,000 or half a million or something, something like that? Something like so, that, yeah. yeah something okay. like that. Yeah, so. it's realistic. Um, All right, let's, let's move on. Let's keep going. So, so Brandy comes out. The fans do the bowing motion. There's a bunch of guys blowing each other. Um, and then they, uh, they, now they announced really interesting. They announced a couple people. They announced, uh, Yuka Sakazaki and Aja Kong. So I don't know these girls, but one thing I do want to say is they work for Tokyo Joshi Pro. Tokyo Joshi Pro. What's up? you got your finger you don't in know Aja, You don't know Aja Kong? Yeah, I know Aja Kong. But oh, not, okay. but, you said but not the other the girl. girl. I don't know who she is. Oh yeah, I don't know. The other girl. I know, but yeah, of course I know Aja Kong. Yeah. I can't believe that she's still wrestling. I'm surprised they signed her because she's like, what, like 50 or some shit? Well, here's the thing. So a couple things, man. So these two girls are under Tokyo Joshi Pro. And, and um, Tokyo, jo okay, Tokyo Joshi Pro is a subgroup of DDT. Now, anyone who listens to the wrestling bubble, I said this a million times. They should not sign with New Japan. They need to sign with a, uh, some other company. And then Sammy Guevara, he's also signed to DDT. It's really interesting to me. I bet they're going to open up relations with DDT. I mean, everything is looking that way. Yeah, but who's on who's on the DDT roster that there, they would benefit? There are dudes, man. There's like really good. There's like this dude named Daisuke who's like a hardcore wrestler. There's like people think it's all blowjobs and like like fucking monster matches, and that's really not like like that's like three matches out of eight matches, and then the main events are all. Usually pretty hard hitting serious stuff, but um, if they sign with DT, because I'm like, look, if you if they sign with New Japan, if they bring over Naito, Naito ain't jobbing anybody. Just doing business with them is is so hard because we all saw how they just took over Ring of Honor and treated it like their bitch. You know, I don't see a lot of upside with partnering with the biggest Japanese company, to be honest. Yeah, 
No, I hear you on that, man. Let me ask you a little uh, little sidebar here. Um, so Matt Tremont, he okay. called out Onita a while ago, and it worked. Uh, he tried it again with Cody. He's yeah. been doing it for a while. At this point, do you think it's just completely point? Because, like, I'll be honest with you. Dude, I love Tremont. If he's listening to that, I love you, man. I have I've no issues with you. Been a supporter. But it is kind of depressing to me to see that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, when do you stop? Because now they're at a, like... He's not coming to the H2O Center, dude. Like, that's just, that's a ridiculous thing to even expect. Like, Onita, I could actually see, because Onita was, what, wrestling in front of 200 people? Right? At the end? I don't think he was wrestling in fucking stadiums. Yeah, Cody they would do... Working millions, dude. They're not fucking coming to H2O. You know what I mean? That's just, I don't think that's possible. Well, here's the only... No, okay, look. He's not going to get a match. He's just not going to get a match. I mean, like, first of all, Cody's hurt, Okay. Second, yeah, he's not coming to H2O to wrestle in front of 200 people. But one thing I could see happening is, um, is there anybody in H2O that AEW might want? Cody can come in, do an angle, and then he can just be like, I got that match, brother, you know? Well, who on the H2O roster would, would Cody sign? You were telling me about that smiling guy, <laughs> Sean something? Yeah, I mean, Sean Henderson, he's, I mean, he's a nice... You know, nice kid, but he's, I mean... Dude, they, uh, he's not they gonna go need AEW? people to just lose, though. Like, they do need people who are just going to lose. Yeah, but there's just, there's... Dude, they can just get, like, Joe Gacy. I, I mean, they're not gonna... They're well, not Joe gonna Gacy go is NXT bound at the moment. Well, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I mean, they can just mean, go yeah. to CZW and just be like, him. You know? It's fine. They can just get Jimmy Lloyd or whatever. It's just, you know, there's other people out there. Way before. I mean, G-Raver is a guy that I can see from I was H2 thinking G-Raver as well. Um, yeah, it's probably the only one other than Schlack that I can see, like, actually. And Maria Manic. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up Maria and, um, and uh, what's her name? Um, Amazing uh, Penelope. Maria? Oh, Penelope. No. Well, no, she is in there already. Okay, okay, okay. Penel- so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Penelope and, and Maria. I think Maria, if she gets a little, you know, she's still, according to her, she's still green. I, don't, I haven't watched Do you know what tag matches. team they should get because they're all about fucking tag teams is uh, the Rejects. They need two big, ugly guys, you know? I would dig it, but I don't think uh, that I just don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know. I think they're cool. I would I would see you know who who I would see getting signed way before the rejects mm. is the the hooligans. Um, I'm not that into them, but okay if you say so. But you know what I mean though. They have a gimmick. Like I can see them being on camera a lot more than Murdoch and Bentley. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm just saying if I was booking, I would be like, hey, you need tag teams, you need big, ugly, fat guys. Why don't you get the rejects? I don't know the the hooligans. If they're just as good, then cool. I just don't know them that well, you know. Yeah. Um. So okay. Uh. They brought out Kylie Ray. Um. Smiley Kylie came out. Thank the crowd. Thank you so much. Everyone chants Kylie, Kylie. Let's go, Kylie. Da 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 da. Um. Right. There's just boners protruding to the ceiling like skyscrapers. Um. And then her challenger, Nyla Rose, came out. Now, I've never heard of Nyla Rose. She's a big girl. Um, turns out this is a trans wrestler. I had no idea. Uh, they get in each other's face, so that's like one of the matches, I guess, is going to be Nyla Rose against Kylie Ray with a. And now they can say, hey, Stephanie McMahon said they were going to have trans wrestlers and never did, and we did it. So I guess that's a feather in their cap. I, I guess in a way I'm not I'm not really too familiar with uh what's what's the name? Nyla Rose. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, initially when she came out, 
I was I was confused because I was like I I'm pretty sure, which is which is good for Russ. I mean that's that, that's kind of smart actually. You know I got to give it to him. What a signing move. a signing a trans wrestler? Yeah, trans wrestler, gay wrestler, uh, hardcore wrestler, all the ones that dog wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, the Yoshis, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're signed. Seriously, they're signing everybody. All right, we, yeah, Dick okay. guys, I mean, Joey Furries, Ryan, we need probably. furries, ponies, bronies. Um, sure, that 12-year-old girl that wrestled Kenny Omega, she's probably like 18 now, so they'll probably sign her, you know. They got to sign that broom that Kota Abushi wrestled that one time. It's Absolutely. a good broom. Toilet oh, there was a ladder that won a DDT title that one time. A fucking ladder won the title? Because it fell on the guy and they counted the pin. That's actually clever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not That's actually son of a bitch. Yeah. You're fucking dickheads. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, they're not doing stuff with DDT if a ladder is in the history of the championship. <laughs> well, this is a title, so it's a 24-7 hardcore title, and it's got literally like, like 2,000 t- uh, champions. Like... The, um, you know, Scott, Scott Hall won it. I mean, all kinds of people have had it. There was one time where one guy won it and he goes, you know, without you fans, this title, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have it. You, you guys are the real champion. And the, the ref goes, okay, then the fans are now the new champion, you know, and they gave the title to the fans. Does this make sense to you? Who beat the fans? They did some fucking rock, paper, scissors game, and he won it back or something. How do you beat the crowd? Yeah. Um, Just talk over them? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they started doing what chance, and he called them jerk-offs, and they gave it back. Yeah. So so that's that. And they one thing is they kept on doing these, like, UFC face-off angles, right, where they're, like, facing off, and then one of them pushes their hair, and they have, like, a mini brawl. They kept on doing these UFC angles, so that was okay, I guess. Um, Excalibur came out, which popped me because I thought it was delirious. I was like, what the fuck? I guess Ring of Honor's in town. But nope, it was Excalibur. Brought out Soul Cal Uncensored. Christopher Daniels had these fucking sunglasses, dude. They had like a headband attached to them. So he's got these headband sunglasses. It was funny to me. Um, they brought out, uh, dudes from, uh, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, the Chinese wrestling group. And Shima, and they announced Shima is in full time. Like Shima's going to be a full, a full a full time wrestler, and they challenge each other to a six man tag. So yeah, Shima's going to be bringing in the Chinese young boys. They're going to be building that up. So that's that whole thing. Um, uh, what else? And then Omega came out. Omega came out in a suit. I thought he looked cool. He he immediately he looked like the biggest star out of all all of these goofballs. Like immediately, um, we're now having boners. Uh, our our in the middle of air traffic, planes are having to divert around the fan boners. It's going insane. Omega comes out. Uh, he's the executive vice president of, cha- of changing the world. Jericho comes out. He looks like a character from The Punisher. He's, he looks like Bon Jovi. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he looks fat, real he fat. Does. He <laughs> looks massive. You can tell you just that zero fucks given at this age, man. He's going through midlife crisis. He's getting tattoos. He's drinking more beer than ever. He's, he's I dope. saw him in Prague, dude. I don't know if I saw if I told you. I saw a fucking Fozzie yeah. concert in a, a building with like forty people, dude. He was off the rails, man. Like hitting on women, throwing beer on people. He was off the rails. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, and that's how they ended. They had um, Omega and Jericho do a pull a, a pull apart brawl. They've got uh, Judas, the the Fozzy song blaring in the background. I thought the final angle was actually really cool. Supposedly they had this streaming on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. They peaked at fifty four thousand viewers. That's more people than watch Impact on television. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that was the end of it. I thought the main event angle was pretty cool, but that's kind of your main event of the show. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, the Omega part, um, I, I mean, I saw, like, people were complaining that, like, oh, this this was the surprise. I'm like, well, I, like, because it was obvious, I guess. But I'm like, well, it, it is a big deal. I mean, it's, it's fucking, this guy just, left, like, didn't sign with WWE to sign with these guys. It's kind of a big surprise. I mean, in, in a way, in my, you know, in 2019 with... You know, uh, the internet and Twitter and, and news just happening like that and you just staying in tune with everything. I mean, of course, everybody kind of kind of knew that he was going to sign. So I can't say everybody's shocked by it, but it still is a big surprise. You know, at least you got an answer. So I liked it. Kenny Omega and, and Jericho. I don't know if this is going to be the match for the May 3rd or whatever. Is this going to be the match, you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be the main event because... Because people were like, the Bucks were like, tag teams are going to be the main event. But Jericho Omega, I mean, that's the main event, you know? Yeah. Jericho's first match on U.S. soil outside of WWE. Um, I think it's a big deal. Um, My thing is, so I liked it, man. Like, I was watching. I was like, like, if this was that 30-minute Barker pay-per-view channel before the pay-per-view starts... I would be like, oh, that was cool. Like, I'm excited for the show to start. Like, like I thought it was a cool event. Now, if you go on Twitter, it's a bunch of tugboats and bullet club shirts just like, Why, those shoes? He wore those shoes? You know, like... Yeah. What do you care, dude? Who cares? I wish there was a, a filter of some way to just turn all of it off, man. Yeah, these, these dudes are... I don't know, man. <clears throat> They're holding on to his pocket. Not like fucking cellmates, like that the bitch holds on to the to the jailmates' pockets. I never heard of these this. people. That's the thing that people people would love to hold on to Kenny Omega's pocket, Cody Rhodes, um, Cody Christ, whatever you want to call that guy. Fucking nuts, man. I mean, the amount of support these guys are getting, pretty much. I won't say overnight, but. But doesn't that show how desperate wrestling fans are? Yes, absolutely. They're trying to hold on to anything, dude. Like, literally, like, listen, man, it's fucking Cody Rhodes, dude. Like, yeah. where were all these fans when he was wrestling Damian Sandow? It's because, bro, as soon as you enter, like, like one thing, I saw someone like, oh, I wanted to see Kenny Omega join WWE. I'm like, why? God, to to do it. We him in two months. To do it. They're gonna, he's going to be on television every week doing three segments. He's going to be having dance contests against Baron Corbin. And then, yeah. Ste- and then Stephanie's going to slap him and call him a piece of shit. Yeah. Exactly, and he'll he'll job out to John Cena at a WrestleMania, and then he'll fucking that's it, and, and he'll just do a bunch of shit that everyone hates. He'll join the New Day and have a pancake eating contest, and that's exactly what would happen. He would be the first white member of New Day because yeah. it's 2019, and you don't want to be racist, so you got to squeeze a white guy in there. So Kenny Omega would have been the one because he's obviously friendly with those guys. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, that was a show. But yo, before we wrap it up, real quick. Um, Obviously, when contracts expire, you know, a lot of contracts are expiring after WrestleMania. Um, and also with New Japan. You know, New yeah. Japan, I think they have a lot of friends over there. Uh, Ring of Honor. Who, realistically, who are some guys that you see jumping ship? Like, realistically. not Realistically? Oh, right, man. Realistic. From New Japan, nobody. <clears throat> I'll be honest. From New Japan, nobody. 
Really? Not even like Ibushi, none of those guys? Okay, well, Ibushi's not a contract guy. Ibushi works day by day with them. Really? Yeah. What about Kushida? Well, Kushida's already signed to NXT. <clears throat> oh, he signed to NXT. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, a like dude, that's a fucking done deal. Himself, yo, he's kicking himself in the ass, probably. I would agree. Yeah, I think so. And but especially, um, I mean, that money might be good, but dude, come on, man. I mean, they they don't know how to handle Japanese talent in WWE. Oh, he. I mean, if it, the best case for him is to stay there for five years, don't ever go to the main roster. Yeah. Just get shelved like fucking uh, – who was that guy that was in uh, Crime Time that was on the roster for like 20 oh, years? And JTG? Yeah. Just hide in the locker room. Just like hide that, there, dude. yeah. Just hide there and just you know sneak in and, and get – Throw away in. your phone, cancel email accounts yeah. and just – yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been trying to fire him for years. Um, yeah, and, and make sure you block everybody that has a Twitter handle yeah. that's, that's got WWE in there. Block all of them so they can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, block them all. So yeah. from 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 the Japanese side, okay, I'll tell you one. There's one dude, and that is Sonata. Sonata's a dude who, um, you know, he he's bounced around to a lot of companies, and a lot of companies have tried to make him a big big star. And New Japan, they've got him stuck in like the the heavyweight tag division. Like New Japan, like that's like purgatory, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, I'd rather have him than 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 a Switchblade Jay White. To oh, be honest, with. that dude sucks, that, dude. He man. Sucks. That guy fucking sucks. I'm sorry, that dude fucking. I was watching like New Japan the other day for the first time, and I saw the the angle with Gato and him. Like, and I was like, "Wait, they're actually building the company around this fucking guy? Yeah, like this is the next guy? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? You're going from like, you know, uh, 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 Prince Prince uh fucking Devitt to goddamn Nakamura to fucking Tanahashi to Okada to AJ Styles to Omega to all these guys, and now." Switchblade Jay White? The dude the who's wearing guy. his dad's fucking leather jacket? Oh, dude. Yeah, no thank yeah. you. No so, thank you. What about Okada? No, no, you don't see Okada? No, he's so... I mean, Okada's... You know, Okada's gonna be the, the Bruno of that company. Like, he's... There's no way he's gonna jeopardize that. Um, really? I mean, okay. like, you gotta figure Japanese people is like, if they leave, they got nowhere to go back to. Like, they gotta hold on to that shit because that's their retirement. I don't know. Japanese people are just a little different. They're really safe. You know what I mean? What if about Kenta? What about Kenta? What do you think he's doing? Deo Itami, we'll see. I mean, uh, Noah just got new management. Noah's probably selling to WWE to make NXT. I mean, that's pretty likely. <laughs> okay, so he's not going there. Then, so, but what if he signs to Noah and a month later NXT buys it? <laughs> oh, yo, he would. He, I I don't mean to sound like a dick. He'd probably kill himself. Yeah. Um, I can see maybe maybe I'm going to all Japan, but I mean, like the Japanese. What people don't get about I mean, look, man, we said that we were going to do 20 minutes, and we're approaching an hour now. But yeah. <laughs> um, we'll talk about we'll talk about Japan some other day because I could just talk about that for days. But people need to just know that the Japanese market is not even one tenth as big as people think it is. Like it's not right. that big, so he could just be a freelancer and go from company to company. For all, all we right. know. Um, what about Ring of Honor? Man, let me. I mean, I can see Brody King, but PCO, I, mean, I can definitely see PCO doing like gimmick shots when that year is up. But the thing about Ring of Honor, yeah. like, okay, the Briscoes, that's that that that's that, that would be a good. I would love that. That'd be cool. But yo, if they if they take like literally the Briscoes, I think you might as well just shut Ring of Honor down. I like, agree. I, there's nobody on Ring of Honor right now. Like, Bro, do you I, know I who? Do you know who? Nobody there. Do you know who the world champion is for Ring of Honor? Do you even know? I have no Jay Lethal, maybe. For, he's been no champion for a year. Really, I have no idea. 
I think Jay Lethal sucks. Guy that might jump ship. Like, you know, don't I, I'm not do a... that. I mean, to me, Jay Lethal is a dude just <clears throat> covered in stink. Of like, ten years ago, you had a woo off with Flair, and since then, you won the Ring of Honor title a, a few times. Like that dude is covered in so much stink to me. I, I can't yeah. stand Jay Lethal. See, I, I used to love Jay Lethal because I, I followed a story like getting, you know, like a Jersey All Pro and stuff. I was watching it like when he was fucking coming up. So like to me, I'm I'm very biased towards Jay Lethal, and I was happy when he got signed to Impact because I was like, wow, the Jersey All Pro kid that used to sit in the fucking bleachers is on TNA, which is very common now. Yeah, like, but that's not cool to me. Just fucking students, you know. Um, yeah, but I mean now I can't tell you I've watched the match of Jay Lethal probably in a decade that I've enjoyed. No, yeah, because uh, I could talk about that for days. Just listen to the wrestling bubble, and I bitch about Jay Lethal on the reg. Um, <laughs> like, literally every week I bitch about that dude. Um, yeah. As far as dude, so that's, I mean, Ring of Honor, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, I don't that's even know who's PCO. on the roster. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's the four I would probably say. Yeah, sure. Um, WWE, I can see a lot of motherfuckers. Sasha Banks, The Revival, Finn Balor, no. Rusev. What? Not Sasha, dude. You dude, do you Sasha see her on Twitter? Do you read her Twitter? No. She she's part of that group that they all like they all make little joking bitches all the time about the, about fucking management. Like her, Big E, Revival, Finn Balor, they all are like, Well, I don't have a last name and she'll be the one be like, Hey, don't worry, it'll be faster to sign autographs. Like they all make she's part of that that, that crew. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I love that. That she She's part of that crew that takes jabs at WWE on Twitter, like like yeah. all like constantly, you know. Yeah, but that money's probably sweet though. I don't know, dude. Again, I don't think could, that money's nearly as good as people think it is. I mean, Alberto Del Rio said that Bray Wyatt was getting paid yeah. five hundred dollars a night for main eventing Raw. Yeah, but but Stephen, you, you look at the the numbers that were released when when you see like the top five. I mean, Ambrose was making like two mil a year, and he's and he left because what, dude? You're not thinking he's about miserable. Bro, that's not it's not normal, bro. Dude. Those dudes they have to pay for their hotels, they have to pay for their car rentals, they have to pay for their food. These indie companies, as you know, they pay for your flights, they pay for your fucking rooms. AEW won't. Do you think AEW is gonna pay for hotels? I mean, dude, like they're trying to be. If maybe if you're the executive, uh, you know, chef or something. <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> if you if you if you can have managed to get the, the executive in your name, then sure, yeah, you have a room. But I'm just saying. Know? All I'm saying is, look, I I come at it from this point of view of Jericho left, Dean Ambrose left. People are li- Rusev wants to leave, bro. Like Jericho, he- Jer- you can't say Jericho though, because I mean Jericho is so fucking filthy okay. rich. And okay, okay, fine. Okay, for that. but okay, that, that guy, he's, who cares about Jericho? He's just he doesn't care, man. Dude, the yeah. revival are gonna leave. Like they're yeah, dude. I, I I think, dude, I think that there's a way bigger storm brewing than like I'm just like, dude. There's a lot of wrestlers in WWE who make a lot of snide comments on Twitter about no about people don't know in their ass from a hole in the ground about you know and then there's these dudes doing shoot interviews after leaving going dude the money's not that good so I can see these guys being like because the other thing Boxman always says I know he's not here but Boxman always says do you think that the Bucks are I mean they're they're burning bridges who has the WWE ever not taken back. 
Like, immediately. That's a fairly good point. Like, dude, yeah. th- th- there are no burning bridges. Like, like Boxman's like, well, I think that they're burning a bridge with Ring of Honor by doing this. I'm like, dude, Ring of Honor would jack off in their own face to get the Bucks back. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, they, yeah, they would, Ring of Honor would have no choice but to take no back anything There's no such thing as burning bridges in wrestling. That's all I got to say. So it's like, what what do you got to lose? You're, if you're fucking, um, who's that black dude? Apollo uh, Crews. If you're him and you're like... Well, I'm making 140 grand a year, but it fucking sucks, and, I, and I'm only keeping half of that anyway after taxes and, and fucking road shit. So why don't you just leave for a year? I can always just come back because yeah. they're going to open NXT Mars soon. They're going to need people on Mars. <laughs> NXT Mars, man. Like might might be happening. I mean, might be ha- that's my little rant of like, dude. Like, there's nothing wrong with leaving. Like, not everyone can be a world champion, you know. What about um out of impact? You see, well, before we leave WWE, let me let me tell you the few that I think would leave. New Day, I see leaving. Yeah. Just because they're super friendly with those guys and they seem to have a good time and with them. And Biggie is winning. one of they the bitching to... dudes. He's on Twitter yeah. doing a lot of bitching. Yeah, and they, and you could tell they they want to work over there, or at least with those guys. You know, they've they they've been going back and forth with New Day and Pull a Club for like two years now. So that I can see happening. Uh, Finn Balor, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. He was posting pictures on Twitter of him and Jericho and him yeah. and Neville hanging out. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Uh, I don't see AJ leaving. Um, yeah, I don't see AJ leaving. I don't see Brock. I think that's a ridiculous thing to say. But what if they come up and they're like, hey, we're going to offer you a million and one dollars, you know? Possible, and less dates. <laughs> less yeah, dates. And, and the other thing is, like, like these guys know if they leave – it immediately makes them hotter. Immediately. Right? And they can come back. It's not a big deal. Like, these guys are like, I'm going to be wrestling for 20 more for twenty more years. Like, when, 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 okay, when Bossman went from WCW to WWF, it immediately made him like, oh, he's a new character. He's got new people to fight. He made a little more money. I don't know. I'm yakking, I know. But, um, go on. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I think uh, Brock, if he gets there, he'll definitely be an executive, though. <laughs> He'll get an executive position. I think Paul Heyman is probably the best guy they could sign, though. Agreed. I think Paul Heyman should be there for, like, character development or something. Yes, dude. Just ideas. Just have that guy just fucking there, you know? Get get Conrad Thompson the fuck out of there and put, put Paul Heyman there, dude. Jesus Christ. I've I've escaped Conrad Thompson on iTunes enough, and now I gotta fucking watch this guy on TV. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. This fucking puts out seventy five podcasts a week, dude. You've oversaturated wrestling for everyone. You killed it. And all of them are seven hours long, man. Yes, man. And he has fucking that guy, man. I don't know. So I, I, I don't want to get into Conrad. But anyway, let's let's wrap this shit up. We're a little over an hour. Uh, definitely check out Stephen A. and the you. Wrestling Cult on iTunes. Uh, also, if you're into deathmatch. Uh, death matches, I should say. Go and uh, check out Facebook. They have a Facebook group over there that uh, Mike runs. It's called the Deathmatch Cult. Definitely uh, show them some love over there. And uh, THT Podcast, of course. Uh, check out iTunes, Stitcher Radio, etc. Um, and uh, Nuclear Heat Graphics. Definitely check that out. And uh, Stephen, you want to plug your uh, international uh, wrestling news database slash whatever nah, you're I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Well, we'll do your Twitter or whatever else you want to <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm on Twitter, INTL Wrestling. I'm thinking about starting up an AEW newsletter. I think that, like, sure. that's where the people are. Sure. I think that's, that's, that should be, we should shift our focus to that. I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's the hot thing right now, man. That's what everyone wants and to talk And then eventually about. AEW is going to do a death match and then death matches are going to get hot for a minute. Yep. Yep. Oh. Absolutely. All right. Well, that said, uh, 
who knows? Maybe they'll do another fucking signing in two weeks. God, I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. It's very unpredictable. So who knows? Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace.